There are two key sides to thinking about the next generation's involvement in the family business, the incumbent side and the next generation side. And more often than not, we tend to look at the issue of next generation involvement from the point of view of the incumbent. And there are many benefits to involving the next generation. So, for example, Best Buy founder Dick Schultz in his sit-down interview with Rich Sonnenson, which is available on familybusiness.org, discusses how the next generation helps the family business to innovate. My own article on familybusiness.org also talks about how tapping the next generation of leaders can encourage innovation, but not just any innovation. We found that the more the next generations are involved in family management, the more likely they are that the family business will make a step change in its innovation strategy, moving from relying on comfort blanket innovations to do with quality, cost, features, and service to exploratory innovation strategy to chart a new course and new frontiers for the family business. But looking at the issue of next generation involvement purely from the next generation's perspective can really help unlock a wealth of new insights. So the children of family business owners, especially founders, have specific challenges that aren't talked about enough and need support from the right people. For example, in his article at familybusiness.org, Chris Yonker identifies three main dysfunctions afflicting the next generation. Number one is following in the footsteps of overachievers. So children bear the great responsibility of ensuring the continued success of the business so that the legacy remains intact to pass on to future generations. They have the pressure of a high bar to meet the expectations of their overachieving parents. Parents who may have been emotionally and physically absent as the business took precedence. Number two is the white horses and a lack of resilience. When parents use their resources to constantly ride in on the white horse and solve all their children's problems, these children are never allowed to take responsibility for their actions, and so they're denied critical opportunities to develop their skills, their knowledge, and their resilience. And these two tie together into number three, which is the dirty word, entitlement. The children of family business owners, especially those with white horse parents, may be especially prone to entitlement. Often the business and family become so enmeshed together that there is an expectation of what the children should receive from the business simply because they are family or what job titles they should hold. This leads to many problems, such as a lack of drive, diminished leadership capabilities, or real-world problem-solving skills. They will end up struggling under expectations set by their predecessors that they are just unprepared to meet. This dysfunction is exacerbated when the first two dysfunctions are present. For the most deserving next generation members though, stepping into and stepping up in the family business means earning legitimacy, respect and loyalty. This is no easy task. In her interview with Bob Boudet, FamilyBusiness.org Editor-in-Chief Kim Edelston and Bob Boudet talk about how about in helping the heir apparent to become a thought leader an expert in solving complex customer problems and a visionary about what could come next. Bob Uday also discusses why the next generation should do internal research to gain a grasp of the company's strengths, 
become students of what works best at other firms and be enthusiastic about recognizing the firm's employees and giving them the spotlight with customers and suppliers. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned some useful insights and ways of thinking about next generation involvement in the family business. We have many articles, interviews, and studies that look into the dynamics about next generation involvement at familybusiness.org. Thank you for watching and see you next time.